The Beatles are a pretty nice band, and we've got a lot to say. The Beatles are a pretty nice band, talk about them day after day. But we also love the outfit a lot, so are these songs better than your love? The Beatles are a pretty nice band, someday we'll judge if they're fine, oh yeah, someday we'll judge if they're fine. The Inner Light. The farther one travels, the less one really knows. Uh, Andrew, you've uh, traveled much more than I have. Is this true? You know, I didn't. I took the travel metaphor as more of a metaphor. As like, as more as you travel through life, like the older you get, the less you know. Like we've mm-hmm. talked about this before. Like you know how you you think you know everything when you're young, but wisdom and mm-hmm. age is knowing more uh, what you don't know. Yeah. But yeah. I suppose. I, I, I know what metaphors are. I, 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 that's what I meant. <laughs> but no, I mean, one thing I have noticed when traveling is that, especially, well, especially in America, like every place is the same. <laughs> Seriously, every place kind of looks the same now, and that's a, that's a bummer. Also, wherever you go, there you there are. There you are. <laughs> Thank you. Ugh, damn it. Him again. <laughs> Uh, look, this is all, be that as it may, uh, this is a pretty song. Uh, the Shanae, S-H-E-H-N-A-I, brings a new element to the Beatles' Indian music catalog. George's singing has never been better up to this point. I thought I would be going through Eastern music exhaustion by, by now, um, yet that wasn't the case here. Um... I think it helps that there's new instruments being used here than on Love You Too and Within You Without You and that it's regular length for a pop song. Yeah, I mean, I think George synthesized everything he did on the two prior sitar songs into this. Like, you can easily make the argument that, you know, the others are influential while this is more just trying to be pop and succeeding, frankly. Like, I don't mean to pigeonhole the Beatles by saying that they're just a pop group, because they're not, they're more than that. But mm-hmm. George found the way to take that form and fit it into something that you might actually hear on pop radio. So so good for him. And the yeah. first B-side that he got, too. So that's that's also fun. Yes, round of applause for George. Good job. Way to go, he buddy. Fu- took him five years. <laughs> they finally let him he, do it. Maybe he just couldn't be bothered. <laughs> that's right. Singles are so commercial. Don't bother me. Well, of course he... <laughs> don't bother me. Of course he had I Want to Tell You, uh, the cover of I Want to Tell You by the Hollies as a single, and, but he was upset about that. And that was the whole thing. <laughs> uh, on September 29, 1967, George and John Lennon had appeared on The Frost Program to talk about Transcendental Meditation. The program was such a success, they were invited back on October 4th to take part in a further discussion. One of the other guests was Juan Mascaro, a Sanskrit scholar at Cambridge University, who later sent Harrison a copy of his anthology, Lamps, on Fire, Lamps of Fire. Mascaro highlighted a passage within it from Chapter 47 of the Tao Te Ching, which he suggested could be set to music. The original words were the following. Without taking a step outdoors, you know the whole world. Without taking a peep out the window, you know the color of the sky. The more you experience, the less you know. The sage wonders without knowing, sees without looking, accomplishes without acting. 
So yeah, it's it's great when somebody gives you a book. It's like, hey, yeah, here, make a song. Just just take the lyrics from from the book. That's pretty pretty nice. Um, that is. Yeah. In 1967, George Harrison was invited by director Joe Massat to write a score for his film Wonderwall. That's where Wonderwall comes from, folks. Oasis. (laughs) And now the film Wonderwall. Starring Jade Birkin and Jack McGowan. The soundtrack took three months to record, during which time George Harrison recorded a number of instrumental pieces at EMI Studio in Bombay, India. By the way, I believe George's Wonderwall uh, soundtrack was the first, technically the first Beatles solo album. It's the first solo album by Beatle. Fed trivia. Harrison flew out on January 7, 1968. The sessions for the Wonderwall music album, which featured local musicians, lasted for five days, at the end of which Harrison produced a number of third ragas for possible use by the Beatles. The basic track of the inner light was thus recorded on January 12th. Take six became the basis of the released version. Although George Harrison had served as the producer of the Bombay session, only George Martin received a production credit for the inner light. Lame. Hmm. The song was returned to turned to back in Abbey Road on February 6th when Harrison recorded his lead vocals. He needed some encouragement from John and Paul to do this as the song was above his usual range. Yep. Uh, Jerry Boys, a tape operator, remembers Paul saying to George, you must have a go. Don't worry about it. It's good. Yeah, and and he sounds great on it. Like, like you can tell that he's pushing the register a little bit. But, I mean, and you said at the top, like, I don't think his voice has sounded better to this point. Yeah, he challenged himself, and with a little help from his friends, he he got Absolutely. Author John Wood notes that Harrison had presaged the message of the inner light. In an August 1967 interview, when he told Murray Decay, the more you learn, the more you know that you don't know anything at all. Mm. Yeah, that's nice. Paul Saltzman, a Canadian filmmaker who had been inspired by the Beatles' adoption of Indian musical and philosophical themes, joined the band at the Maharishi's ashram and recalls hearing the song there for the first time. He said he found Harrison's perspective on meditation profoundly moving, particularly when Harrison told him that while the Beatles had achieved wealth and fame in abundance, quote, it isn't love, it isn't health, it isn't peace inside, is it? Sad. The Beatles' 1968 visit to Ricky Rishikesh resulted in a surge of interest in Indian culture and spirituality among Western youth. But it also marked the end of the band's overtly Indian face. Yes. From June that year, Harrison abandoned his efforts to master the sitar and returned to the guitar as his principal instrument. So, that's ironic. A little. A little bit. I believe he was realized like he he was never going to be proficient at sitar, uh, even if he spent 20 years on it. And he's like, well, I know how to play the guitar decently, so let me go back to that. Back to basics. As that, that's right. It's 1968. <laughs> uh, 
Screenwriter Morgan Gendel named a 1992 episode of the television series Star Trek The Next Generation as an homage to the song. That's for all you Trekkie nerds out there. On March 26, 2020, Harrison's son Danny posted a new recording of the Inner Light on the Beatles' official YouTube channel. It came with the announcement of George Harrison's Material World Foundation was donating half a million dollars to the Music Cares COVID-19 Relief Fund, Save the Children, and Medicines Sans Frontiers, Doctors Without Borders, charities in response to the coronavirus pandemic. The foundation pledged to donate an additional $1, up to $100,000, for every fan performance of The Inner Light, posted on social media with the hashtag InnerLight2020. Celebrities taking part in the challenge include Jeff Lynne, Anushka Shankar, Jules Holland, McFleetwood, Jewel, and Moby. Love count, zero. No mention of love. Josie Scale, I'm going to give this... Yeah. Sweet. I I'm gonna disagree. I think this I'm not a big fan of the sitar songs, but I really do like Within You Without You because it's just I mean, it's just such a widescreen experience. And while I do appreciate his, you know, trimming it down to be like synthesizing it to a pop song, it's mm-hmm. just not one I'm gonna go back to. Uh so I'm gonna give this one a Josie. Fair enough. I, I, I going in before I started listening to it again, um, I thought I would give it a Josie, and then I realized no, this is just pretty good. No, it's and that's not me slacking it off. It's a oh, very I good know. song, and I and I hadn't heard it before. Actually, this is one of those, <laughs> which makes you. I don't know if it makes you mad or jealous or no, because it in this case it fell. It's not on an album. It's yeah. uh, it's little note. It's one of the 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 really rare ones in the catalog so i forgive you for that one (laughs) you are forgiven the beatles are a pretty nice band talk about them day after day but we also love the outfield a lot so are these songs better than your love the beatles are a pretty nice band someday we'll judge if they're fine oh yeah someday we'll judge if they're fine